Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, we are back live here on our big broadcast. We are Coast to Coast, Border to Border on iHeartRadio Today. Also, AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes. And, of course, you can find us each and every week at JiggyJaguar.com. We've got a great guest with us today. Uh, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a little about yourself, the great book, everything. Tell us all about it. Lots of books, including the Paula Santiago series and the second book in the series, Paula Santiago and the Forest of Nightmares, is out now. And uh, yeah, it's a sequel. It follows the first story where a smart, stubborn, science-obsessed seventh grader is constantly at odds with her mom's cultural beliefs and superstitions. And in that first book, that skepticism of hers really gets put to the test as folklore, ghosts, and monsters literally come to life in her southwest town. But in book two, uh, a lot changed for her. She had this big adventure, but now she's back to just kind of her normal life. Her mom's got this awful boyfriend. Her friends are kind of all growing apart. And she's starting to have these creepy dreams about her estranged dad. And so the book kind of follows Pao's next journey as she finds out who the father she never knew is and how he's connected to every crazy, monstrous thing that's happened to her in the last year. Fantastic, fantastic. So tell us about the writing process for this book. Tell me all about it. Yeah, it was the first book I had written during the pandemic, so it was like very different than normal. It was it was the ninth full novel I'd written, so I really thought I had the hang of it. And then, uh, you know, COVID hit and everybody locked down right when I was about to start early last year, and my normal methods of writing kind of involved getting out of my head and changing scenery sometimes. So I'll go work at libraries or coffee shops or the year before I was on tour. So I was working in like hotels and airports a lot. So I had really gotten used to like writing on the go and changing scenery and people watching and all this kind of variation. And then as the pandemic hit, I was stuck inside. Uh, My partner and my daughter were both home all the time we had just gotten a new puppy (laughs) so we kind of ended up uh writing it in a very different way than the first books which kind of required a lot more of just me digging deep and remembering that I knew how to write a book without all the external kind of traveling around and things that I had gotten used to so yeah it was a struggle but it it happened (laughs) got it done Fantastic, fantastic. So this book is uh, incredibly well written. You've put a lot of time and effort into this. What do you want readers to take away from your writing? Good question. It's so hard to say. I feel like when I first started out with writing, I had such a clear idea of what I wanted people to to learn from the book. And it was often based on, you know, what I, what message I was getting across. And then I started engaging with actual readers after my first book came out a few years ago. 
And they would come up with stuff that they had gotten from the book that was nothing like what I intended, but was somehow so much better. <laughs> like, they would be like, wow, I couldn't believe that you have this metaphor about this character relating to this thing. And it was just like this brilliant, incredible, insightful stuff that sometimes was totally off the mark of what I was intending, but like really inspired me. So I think usually what I say now is just that I hope people get whatever they need out of the book. I hope they find something that entertains them or something that inspires them or something that feels like home to them. And, you know, for the for the middle school audience that the book is targeted towards, I do really hope that they learn that you can be any kind of person and still become a hero. You don't have to be magic. You don't have to be chosen. You don't have to be extraordinary in some way when you start out. You just have to have a desire to do what's right and protect your community and your family and just pick a place and start, and you can be a hero too. Fantastic. Fantastic. It is a tremendous, tremendous guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border. So what what is the uh, feedback and reception and reviews been on the book so far? It's hard to say. This is, uh, it's really early days, so I'm still kind of waiting to hear what the reception is going to be. The reviews were good. It's such an interesting thing because the first book, had a lot of uh, critical acclaim. It got four starred reviews. It was, you know, really reviewed super favorably. And, like, a lot of readers got their hands on it. And I've had a whole year of getting, you know, feedback from them, which is sometimes really sweet. Like, this book helped me figure out how to be myself. This book was the first time I'd seen a character like me in a book. And all of those were really heartening. But then there's some that adds some extra pressure, like, if anything ever happens to this character, I'll die, or these characters better end up together. And like, so there's some definitely some pressure after if, if a first book is received well, but you kind of have to walk the line when you write the second book of staying true to the characters you created in the first book that people fell in love with, but then also allowing those characters room to grow and change and not become too stagnant. So that was definitely a struggle when writing the book, but. I guess we will see how people feel about it. I hope they like it. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, the book is amazing. You put a lot of time and effort into this book. Uh, what are some of your goals for this book? Man, I I have to hope that it just gets into as many hands as possible. I hope that kids who, you know, haven't, seen their experience reflected in literature, Mexican-American kids who grew up with these stories will read it and feel like they have a place in literature, but I also hope that kids who didn't grow up with this folklore, who are just interested in it, will get kind of a taste of this fun adventure that's based on Mexican folklore and, like, get more interested in different aspects of our culture and, like, go further with it. I just think, you know reading books that are based on mythologies and cultures that are different than ours is a really good way to kind of get a window into how we're all really having this universal experience. So, yeah, I just hope as many people as possible read it and enjoy it. And, um, yeah, I hope the, the message I was trying to get across gets across and anything else besides <laughs> that is like icing on the cake, I guess. Awesome, awesome. So tell me about the character development you have got a lot of great characters in this book. Tell me a little bit about the character development. Yeah, I think that's what's so interesting about a second book. Is The first the first book is always just kind of you getting to know the characters yep. and the characters yep. getting to know each other. And like, 
that's a really interesting part of it. But then in a second book, it's like, how do they grow? How do they develop? And so Pow in the first book is so science-minded, and she's really not interested in anything that can't be proven. But in that book, she has to kind of reckon with the fact that the world is like a much bigger and more nuanced place than she realized. And so her role in the second book is kind of now that she knows this other world exists, kind of figuring out what her connection to that is and that through that process she's discovering things that she never knew about her estranged father and kind of getting this personal connection so you know book one was all about her exploring the world around her and then book two is a little bit more about her exploring herself and her own connection with that and just kind of moving inward which was really interesting to write especially with such like an outward girl who's so just like not afraid to speak her mind to have her kind of have to go inward and deal with some of that stuff was was a unique challenge and then some of the side characters too everyone's growing up friends are growing apart relationships are changing so I think it's just interesting to have these characters kind of thrown into new situations where they have to discover new things about each other and themselves so hopefully they do I think they grow up a little bit that's awesome that's awesome well before we let you go how do people get in touch with you Online, uh, social media, websites, buy your book, everything. Yeah, um, I have a website with all the info about all my books and links to buy them and read more about them. It's taylorkmahia.com. And then I'm on social media. The only platform I'm really active on is Instagram, but I do a lot of stuff on there. I do like Q&As on my stories and I do writing craft questions and there's definitely lots of stuff about like the writing process and the behind the scenes stuff so if you're into that definitely follow me I'm uh, at Taylor K on there awesome awesome well thanks for doing this my friend really appreciate it and uh, we will talk to you soon have yourself a wonderful wonderful day thank you very much Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, my friend. There she goes. And uh, we are going to take a time out when we come back. We have got more coming up. It is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We're coast-to-coast and border-to-border. We will see you after the break here on our big broadcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.